Welcome to the Intuitive Hour with psychic medium, author, and intuitive life coach, Michelle Beltran. The Intuitive Hour will empower you to learn how to magnify your intuitive voice. Listen in and expand your understanding of what it means to be psychic and how to awaken, amplify, and trust your inner voice. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Intuitive Hour, how to launch your spiritual practice or business, some major marketing tips, and five important things to do now to start your business. All right, let's just begin. I'm so excited about this episode. This is a topic near and dear to me, and I hope that you'll find it helpful. It was just a great deal of fun to create for you. So, so many of you are considering yourself to be spiritual and intuitive and growing into this ability and in tune with your spiritual well-being. You're also, I'm seeing as I'm speaking with people and receiving emails and working with clients across the globe, that more and more People are interested in learning how to start a small business from home or otherwise, of course, doesn't have to be from home, but this has just been such a big topic coming up day in and day out. So I feel like right now is very likely the perfect time to do this, particularly given the global COVID pandemic, more people than ever are working from home and launching their own businesses. And if you happen to miss it, you might check out my article at Forbes. It was released in February this year, February 2022, on this very topic. Although starting a business from home or elsewhere indeed has its perks, like starting any business, there is a lot to go through in order to get yourself set for success. So today we'll talk through some of those steps. A common question then that comes forward for all of us when we feel or hear this call to begin or deepen our spiritual journey, where do I start? What are the first steps? Okay, so let's begin first. I encourage you to take some time to really consider where and what topic or aspect of the spiritual industry you feel that yes energy with. That yes energy is coming from your soul self, your intuitive self. It is a sense of knowing. Trust it. Something that excites you. Trust it. Something that you're curious about. Follow it. Learn more. So, For example, when you think of Reiki and the healing arts, do you get excited, impassioned, or just curious, as I mentioned? That's the yes energy. So go that direction. You must, must keep in mind that you want to build a business that you love. If you don't feel that, then just wait. Keep brainstorming, searching. And be open to that which really does speak to you loud and clear. If you feel stuck or a block in this regard, don't be afraid to reach out. 
and consult with someone you trust to help you brainstorm and really dial in what it is you want to do and teach and how you want to impact the community around you or at large. So some examples of spiritually based businesses. Aromatherapy, jewelry design, yoga instruction. Perhaps you're an expert at meditation or some sort of nutritional or physical expertise of some kind. Doula and birthing services. Things like interior design. That's tapping into your intuitive self. Holistic nutrition. Herbs. Or perhaps just life coaching spiritually in general. All are options and hopefully what I've mentioned here might inspire some more thought for you to consider. So next comes the question of how do you start a spiritual home-based or office-based practice? Certainly this can feel a little bit anxiety-inducing. It really need not be. I would encourage you to remember that there are two kinds of anxiety. There's that anxiety that is a little bit more low vibration and makes us want to just sort of curl up into a little ball and go over in the corner, if you will. Then there's the anxiety that inspires us and motivates us. As I think about that, I think years ago when I might be on a start line racing my bicycle and shaking my leg a little bit in anticipation of the start gun to go off. That's the good anxiety. That's the anxiety we want that fuels us. So shift your perspective into welcoming that good anxiety. So do your best to make peace with the unknowns of the how-tos. That's essentially what creates some of that fear that feels like it paralyzes us a little bit. The unknowns are actually safe. And if you've worked with me, you have heard me say that we are actually not meant to know everything now, right? Why would we even be in human form and come to the earth side if we had all the answers to everything? We, we are growing and learning and those unknowns, they're safe. So embrace them. We wouldn't know what to do with everything if we had all the answers now. It would probably make us a little bit crazy. In any event, trust that knowing about all things that you're needing to will come in time. And let the passion and the desire for this endeavor and that yes energy be enough to forge forward with. Next, please consider or begin thinking about your purpose and build a story behind it. Meaning, while there are oodles of people in the spiritual industry on this planet today wanting to be entrepreneurs and make a difference, all of whom can share a similar purpose as you, meaning they want to help or contribute or change the world, inspire, give back, And doesn't that just make sense, right? Because it feels good to do this. And so there may be a similar sort of purpose in that regard. That said, 
exactly how each individual, each person goes about doing this, starting their business, marketing it, telling the story, how they define it, and what launched their passion into making this very unique business thrive and come forth. This is a -a one-of-a-kind thing, and it is very unlike anyone else's story. So you're going to have your own story. Build your story and your journey into your business and its mission and cause. There is only one you. There will not be another who has the same story and purpose as you do. Okay, so let's take this purpose and your story to the next step and consider your why. And you might have heard this before, the why behind what you're doing. This sets you apart. And it not only helps you make a place among your tribe members within your community, but it also will allow you to connect with your clients and your followers. When you're just beginning and you're brainstorming and you're wanting to start up the business, reflect on a few things. Consider then, why do I want to do this? And go beyond changing the world and generalizing words like creating an impact or having freedom or financial stability. Those are great, but go deeper. What is why? What is the why behind your mission and your passion? Really dig deep into identifying the root cause that has motivated you to step up in this way. And you might find that you're taken back to your childhood. So often working with clients, we actually explore the first 10 years of life. Those first 10 years very often are connected to and directly correlate with what you're doing as an adult in life. Most of you know and are familiar with my story. I went through a time when my world was crumbling in every way, relationship, financial, work. There was a loss in every way, health, all at one time. You can actually read on this story in detail in a recent book that was published called Illuminate Your Feminescence. I captured a little bit about this in a chapter in in that book. In any event, this time in my life caused me to go within. A number of things all at once caused me to go within and really explore my spiritual self and my abilities. And that's when they really emerged. That's when I really started getting formal training and subsequently launched the business. So when you hear my story you may find that you related. So often, those who are in the spiritual realm also come upon experiences one after another that were a challenge and cause them to do the same thing. You hold the same power. You hold the same experiences. All you need to do is find your story and build a platform to share it on. Last piece on this aspect of purpose. It's 
ever so important that you are aligned with the service or the product that you're offering. We need you to stand behind it and believe in it. If you don't believe in it, no one else will. You simply cannot serve others and build a successful spiritual business if you do not feel completely connected to the business itself, even with all the unknowns. All right, let's talk a little bit about building upon the business. We've talked about some things to consider as you are starting up and brainstorming and researching, but as you build upon the business, Building your spiritual business is a process that in many ways will not stop. It just keeps going. So I want to talk about some things that you want to be mindful of and reassess regularly going forward in your practice. First, your vision board of success. You've probably learned or heard about a personal vision board. So this is the vision board for the business and its success. Essentially, this means take some time to look ahead and plan, create a clear understanding of what your business goals and expectations are, and what success just looks like to you for your business. This vision might include major financial goals, property purchases or assets, authoring of books, publishing, speaking globally, or even a deep-seated desire to support and or contribute on a global level or within your local community. Do spend time finding clarity in what success means to you. This will be a significant step in your ability to show up authentically and in alignment with your vision of success for your business. Committing to the business. As you have clarity on the business goals and you have that plan, it's time to step into and commit 100% day in and day out. I understand that sometimes you might need to do a part-time business as you segue gradually from a more mainstream position into your personal private business, but it does need 100% commitment, and at some juncture, you have to commit day in and day out. So this will be different for everyone as you commit day in and day out. What I mean by that is that it could be something as simple as education and training to enhance your expertise creating meaningful content for your audience, blogging and writing and authoring, designing new offerings to clients, new programs. Sometimes it even means taking deliberate time to pause, rest, and reflect. On that note, I've got a wonderful little read, an article coming out in Influential.com. In the next few weeks here, that article is titled Female Entrepreneurs and the Power in Pause. A great little read you might enjoy. Do be on 
the lookout for that. This talks about that importance of just taking pause and rest time in your practice to rejuvenate and replenish. In any event, understand that your business is ever-evolving and needs your daily love and attention. If you have a vision and a plan to make it happen, it is now on you to put those plans into motion and truly take control of your success as a spiritual business owner. One more topic I'd like to discuss on building your business. Please understand that there may be some setbacks. Embrace the rocky road sections, if you will, of the path or the journey. This is inherent and an expected part of any successful business. Some things may feel like they have failed, but many, many others will not. It will seem like perhaps mistakes have been made or wiser choices could have been made. Use those as a learning opportunity. Not everyone will resonate with your message. That's just fine. It won't always feel good, but that doesn't have to stop you from finding that thing that lights you up. So lean into your failures. I should say seeming failures because they are opportunities and learn from them. When you feel you have come to a stuck space, have a plan in place for that. A deliberate point at which you first see you're spinning your wheels or stuck, and then second, you create plan B. These points are opportunities to pivot, not stop. Okay, next, how to market your spiritual practice. This is a biggie. Once you have established your vision for your spiritual business, you have confidence in what you're offering, it's time to market it. First and foremost, do this your way. When it comes to marketing your spiritual business, you don't have to be like everyone else. Always remember that you are in control of your business, and by doing it your way, you will feel more aligned and connected to your success. Though there is something to be said for having a presence on social media platforms for sure, It's okay to skip this part of it if it simply does not resonate with you. You may prefer one platform over another, or you may want to skip this altogether entirely. It's okay to do it your way. You will find your clients that you're meant to serve no matter what. Don't do something just because everyone else is. Make that agreement with yourself. All right, collaborating with other businesses. Do align with other businesses and people who are aligned with your values. Speak, present, get interviewed, author articles, publish with similar businesses in your industry in an effort to achieve this. 
join forces and align and create projects together in an effort to serve your clients and the community, locally or globally. Remember, you're not in competition with others. You're in collaboration. Lean right into your industry and community and allow yourself to find success through connecting with and boosting the success of those around you. One final note, dole it out. If you are a business owner, you are likely an expert at what you do. Whether it be making a product or providing a service, you know your thing inside and out. That said, you're not necessarily the expert of all things, particularly when it comes to branding and marketing, even web design. So don't be afraid to dole that out to the experts who can do it as their expertise. Put your time and effort and work into what you're the expert at. So when it comes to web design, photographers, social media, marketing, and advertising, hire that out. Sure, you could probably do it, but you're not necessarily the expert at it. So don't cut corners to save money. Get it done right. Get the help of those who have the know-how, especially when it comes to marketing and advertising. All right, and speaking now directly to marketing and advertising, I'd like to share that over the years from the very beginning of the inception of my practice, I began to create a list of all of those marketing and advertising funnels or aspects that were most important. I have literally created a list of 30 different topics related to marketing and advertising over the years. It's not anyone else's list, it's my list. And it was created by trial and error from the onset. I'm going to share with you three major points from this list that I think will benefit you most right now in terms of marketing and advertising. First and foremost is the knowledge panel. Google Knowledge Panel. It's often called GKP. If you're not familiar with this, please do some research as this is an incredibly valuable marketing tool. So, just briefly, if you'll do a Google search of a established business or even a celebrity, you'll see that on the top right of the search results, is a little box. That's the Google Knowledge Panel, and it provides valuable information about that particular business or person. As you start your business and it grows and it becomes more reputable, this will automatically establish for you on Google. It is essential for businesses for a number of reasons. It will increase visibility, establish authority, and increase user flow and engagement. In other words, people see you. Again, take some time to do some research on the Google Knowledge Panel and use this for your business growth and exposure. Next, if you have done any authoring or publishing, you likely have an Amazon author page 
That's an invaluable resource for your business. Take a look into that further. Third, a Wikitea page. Not talking about Wikipedia. Wikitea. W-I-K-I-T-I-A. Yes, indeed, Wikitea is similar to Wikipedia, and it is a major source also for establishing authority and credibility for your business. Definitely do some research on this option if it is in alignment with your practice. All right, another marketing tip, the newsletter. This may sound trite, but it's so true. That weekly or monthly newsletter is pretty essential. Newsletters are an important component of an effective email marketing and branding program. It is essential to your business's growth and exposure. This is one of the best way to get important news and updates to your audience. Do make sure that you have made this part of your business practice. Newsletters are imperative in taking your business to the next level. All right, so I mentioned a moment ago social medias and that you might find they are not in alignment with you. If that's the case, that is just fine in the spirit of doing your thing and what works for your business. Wonderful. That said, I do have social medias, and I do encourage at least one or two that you resonate with. This is also an exceptional way in today's world to get your services out there to teach people and educate and establish a following and establish your image and your brand story. Of course, you can start these profiles on your own. But also, as I mentioned earlier, there is an art to social media and how to market yourself. For example, Instagram. In the bio section of Instagram, there's a specific way to deliver your expertise in that small bio section. So the experts would know this. For example, In that bio, you want three diverse brand points. Actress, model, singer. You want to keep it conversational. You also want to add your location. And last, in your Instagram name, it's not recommended that you use dashes or periods. Now, these are very specific points I'm sharing with you that you may not know not being the expert. So remember, you can do this on your own, but don't be afraid to hire it out initially to get it started up and started up correctly. So there you have it, some marketing tips. Again, these are just four bullet points out of a list of 30 I've created over the years. I'd like to talk now about specific steps, five most important things I feel you need to know now to launch. Number one. Establish your business name, your slogan, and be thinking about the logo. All three of those things. This is where your story begins. 
Your story is also included in the name, the logo, and the slogan. You can do this on your own, you can hire professionals, or you can hire in short-term contracted individuals on a site like Upwork or Fiverr who do this sort of thing. Number two, open a business bank account. When I went to open my first bank account, I didn't even have a name set in place. It came to me in the moment, I offered it, and that's what I've used since. But I would suggest that you have some sense of your business name, slogan, and logo. Number three, you must have a website. Just like you have a home, we need a home for your business. So establish that website. Sure, you can do this on your own. Again, this may be where you would hire it out to an expert designer. So for that website, you want to be thinking about your bio. Again, here's where you're capturing your story. The services you offer. Wonderfully done and professional photos. And then also your rates. A side note on rates. I know this can feel a little bit uncomfortable, discerning what to charge or even what to charge at all. When I began, I offered my service in exchange for testimonials only. And for me, that worked at that time. You might consider that as well. Number four in the five most important things to do now to launch Get yourself an attorney or some kind of legal support. This person will be essential in reviewing forms or contracts, privacy statements connected to websites. Attorney is an attorney is essential. Also, number five, get yourself an insurance policy. As a professional business in place, you want an insurance policy as a smart business practice. All right, in closing, two final notes. Find your tribe, or what we might also call a mastermind group. Whether you are new to entrepreneurship or simply making a shift towards a spiritually based business, having support can mean all the difference. So consider reaching out to a support network, join a mastermind group of like-minded others in the industry, and collaborate. From family and friends to mentors and spiritual business coaches, obtaining support can help uplift you and allow you to confidently present your business to the world. It's okay to ask for help. Seek it out. You will be glad you did. Finally, as we wind down today, be willing to evolve. As you build your spiritual business, it is important to reflect on what your business means to you, who it is serving, and how it aligns with who you are, day in and day out. You check in with this regularly. You may find that over time, your vision for your business no longer aligns with who you are. 
You've changed. Your desires have changed. Your interests have changed. You have relocated. It's perfectly okay to shift course and change your business as you build it. Allow room for it to evolve. Whether you continue to build on your foundation by adding more products and services, or you make a complete shift to something different, your spiritually based business should always be in alignment with who you are. This will allow you to feel fulfilled and live your most successful life as a spiritual business owner. All right, we will come to a close. What a fun episode. I hope you have enjoyed it. I look forward to meeting with you all again next week. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Hour. If you like what you heard, we invite you to subscribe, rate, and review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.